Hey everybody, Blake with Marvel.com here, and we have a very special episode today. Uh, what was supposed to be a uh, written article, a 20-minute interview, turned into over 30 minutes talking to the great Michael Rooker. Um, we spoke about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which was his first film. Uh, they're having their 30th anniversary, and they are releasing it in 4K, so be sure to check that out. We also obviously talked Guardians, so uh, stay tuned for that, and enjoy. Well, let me, okay, first question, so tell me, for, for Henry, why is why does a movie like that, like, this is the one kind of serial killer type film that just keeps just going and going, what do you think has been, I mean, there's been a lot of serial killer films, but there haven't been a lot that have stood the test of time like this, what do you think is the secret to this one? The simplicity of this movie adds to its allure, I think. The acting is done in a super uh, realistic way. Mm -hmm. So you're almost not really sure that if you at first you're not sure if you're watching a documentary or not or something like that, but it's uh, it's one of these pieces that, and I've I've questioned that over the years. I, it's just like new new generations of, uh, of individuals are being re being introduced and reintroduced to this to this film, and it has lasted over the years because like you know if you're nine and you're your teenage uh brothers and their girlfriends and hanging out watching this piece and they won't let you watch it by the time you're 17 or something like that god dang it you're gonna go get that movie and you're gonna watch it so that's happened over the over the years over the, the different um gaps and 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 uh generations you know and and it's just one of these things that you can't watch this and by god i am gonna watch it when i'm old enough i'll watch it <laughs> and i think this is one of those things that have that sort of perpetuated uh, uh the the amour and the 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 growth and history of this film it's just something that just won't it won't go away it's one of these it's like the christmas story you're gonna get to see it every christmas <laughs> kind of kind of touching on that too. I mean, you mentioned like how it seems like it's kind of a documentary. Do you think if you had made the if this wasn't your first feature, if you had made this a couple down the line, would it have had this kind of like just that kind of feel to it? You know, that's still my style. Uh I I adjust I adjust how I perform by the material. Mm -hmm. So, this material presented to me 30 years now, I would still approach it probably in the same same fashion. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a different material, you know? And so I approach that a different, it's not totally different, don't get me wrong. I still work, I still come firm believer that you should work from the inside out, you know? You should make sure you have a base before you start building up, mm -hmm. you should also make sure, you know, like I think people have all gotten and screwed up over the years in regards to acting when, 
you know, with a little phrase, less is more. You've heard that phrase, have you not? <laughs> yep. In my opinion, that one phrase has f***ed so many actors up because they don't understand that phrase. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, that phrase, less is more, tells me I better have the more before I do the less. Um, as far as... No. I mean, so internally, I have to have, I have to have all that inside. I have to have that and have developed that character from the inside out. Everything heals that way, anyway. And you know, for for instance, if you cut your hand, if you heal from the outside in, the inside is going to fester and and get infected, and it's not going to it's not going to. Um, heal properly, you're probably going to have to end up breaking open that wound and cleaning it out eventually. So if you do that in the, to begin with, you clean it out from the inside really good and it'll, it'll grow, it'll, it'll heal from the inside out. Same thing with, uh, with roles like Henry, you know, and just, just like you start from the inside and you work out and then all of a sudden it's, you, you know, you're all healed. So hence the role is all solid and you, you can't do anything wrong really you know it's just that's the way it is and, and that was what I did with the role Henry and, and that's one of the reasons I think it's lasted all these years the, the, the nothing it's, it's like wow this thing should be so dated <laughs> you know it should be so dated yet it's not dated and it's you know that's one explanation. I don't know. There, there maybe are others. <laughs> I, I, the directing, the directing was great. You know, mm -hmm. so whatever. I can't think of a, 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 a serial killer film based on a true story that has had this much success out of all the ones that have ever been made. This has got to be the most kind of influential one of all time, I assume, right? It's definitely up up there. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't play any games it doesn't pull any punches i mean it's dark and it's dark realism at its best and and simple simple i mean when the filmmakers and the actors go see it for the first time and come away with a very empty guttural kind of inside of their guts sort of oh my god what did i just do what did i just watch oh I mean, that's how I felt when I when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't, and I had done the <laughs> film. So, dude, somebody who just walks into the theater, sits down and watches this all the way through, mm -hmm. has got to, like, <laughs> you up a little bit. <laughs> and, and anyway, yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, I still have people coming up to me even today and saying, what? how that has just had a major influence on their, on who they, you know, what they like to watch and, and whether or not they look over their shoulder when they're going <laughs> to their car in a, in a garage, you know? Well, that was going to be my next question. Like, obviously, I see at conventions, obviously, people are mainly there for Guardians or Walking Dead. But when you mm -hmm. get that fan, I know you have, like, at least one photo of you as Henry. What When fans come up to you at cons, what do they talk about when they talk about the, the film? 
You know what? I don't get a lot of... Um, uh, I, I, there are some Henry fans that come up. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I, I get Henry fans. And, and when they do... They do come up and, and they are so well received. It is so great to see Henry fans coming up to my uh, tables at cons because mm-hmm. they do, and 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 I think more are going to be coming up uh, in the next few because they're re- they're re-releasing this this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been completely uh, cleaned up and remastered and stuff like that, and it's uh, they're just they're doing a whole other release. And so it's like, oh my God, I have another movie coming out, and uh, I did it 30 years ago. So <laughs> I, I, and and uh, who knows? Who knows how many people will see it this time? Who knows if it gets a better reception this time? You know, I just don't, I just don't know. But it didn't get a very good reception last time. Oh, I mean, really? Yeah, well, it didn't. Nobody wanted to see it. But uh, when Roger Ebert... Um, saw it and over at Telluride it was Errol Morris's uh Errol Morris's uh director's pick really uh, and uh, for Telluride Film Festival and so Roger Ebert saw it at Telluride and reviewed it and his review is along with Errol Morris and other reviewers they they went crazy over it they you know they're like the best serial killer movie in, that's in existence at mm-hmm. that time, you know. So and still today, and and still today, yeah. it, it still holds up, man. It's still people are still seeing it, and and uh, just like wow. And let, let me ask too. I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, so I apologize. But I mean, you know, you've all, we've all heard the stories of like when Andy Griffith did a face in the crowd. It kind of took a toll on him. Did it take you a while to kind of shake off that character after you were after you were done? Oh, I had to shake off that character a little bit every day, man, because <laughs> I, I I stayed in character all day long. Oh, wow. Throughout the shooting, throughout the, the weeks of shooting, every day I'd go to work, I I would not, um, uh, I wouldn't come out of character. I'd stay in character, and, I, and, I, and the way I did that is I just had my own little space, you know? I had the direct, I had... John and those guys hooked me up a little space, another little room off to the side, and they'd say cut, and I'd get up, stand up, walk to my room, go inside, close the door, keep. I kept the lights off, and I just sit, and I just wait, and then they knock on the door. I come out and do the next scene. I did this for several weeks of a shooting, and that's how I did it. That's. Uh, it's not the easiest uh, of, uh, of acting jobs I've ever had. And for me, the first film, too. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first film, yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk Guardians for a little bit. I know we can't mention anything about the second film. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, can you tell any fun stories? I know you and James are really close. Anything fun happened on set for, for Guardians 2? But many, many fun things happened on set. Um, uh, 
mostly I had fun. Everybody <laughs> else, everybody else was a drag. <laughs> I had the most. I had the most fun of everyone of anyone on the set, and including James Gunn, I had more fun than he did, <laughs> and I had more fun than Sean Gunn or anybody else or Chris Pratt. I had the most fun on that set, and and if I wasn't having fun, then. Uh, it was somebody else's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we. It was. A, it was a long shoot, and everybody. Uh, everybody got to be, you know, close and stuff. So we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of. You know what? In between takes, there was more sleeping going on on that set than any set I've ever been involved with. Really? Because we were we were exhausted. Mm -hmm. We worked our asses off. <laughs> we were exhausted. We were truly exhausted. Um, because we worked so. I mean, we only did like we did five day weeks, mm -hmm. and we packed in a lot every day. Every day there was a lot of stuff to do, and and you know what? It was like everybody brought it, bro, and so we did. I mean, and there was there was you know silly singing and dancing and whatever you know crazy things that uh, Chris Pratt can think of, and uh, yeah, joking around a little bit. But all in all, we we dude, we we just. Um, Work their tails off and what, <laughs> to, to get this thing done. When you think about it, when you think about all the stuff that that had to be done to complete this movie on time, mm -hmm. it was it was a job, and there was almost no time to like diddle daddle or anything, or you know. I mean, and there uh, there was plenty of, of lightheartedness in between takes and stuff like that, but it was um, not not like on a lot of films where you have some a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. You know, you you we were <laughs> dude, we were yeah, on the down and the downtime on this one. You would take a nap. <laughs> I swear, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I found I was. I slept so much in between takes on this one. It was just like, oh my God, I, I'm I'm so exhausted. I, I gotta go sleep. <laughs> take a nap. I just take a nap. Well, was there? Let's say. I mean, obviously, I've heard people had told me there was a lot of, you know, not stress, but they were worried that with the first one that it was an unknown property for the most part, and then it became a mega success, and now that. I could foresee there'd be stress in the fact that they want to keep the success of the first one. Did that have any say in the making of the film, or you guys just kind of were like, it doesn't matter? Nah, you know what? I don't think anybody said it doesn't matter at all. Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people were like, oh, you know, the first one was successful. Oh, the second one better be damn well be successful. <laughs> That's for sure, you know? And I think that that went that went on. I mean, there, there was there was uh, yeah. You want to make sure that 
you're doing a good job and make sure that, you know, the job that you did on the first one is not in vain. Mm-hmm. So you really uh, pay pretty damn close attention to what you need to do and get accomplished in, in your day's uh, in your day's work. And I, I, I've interviewed you about this before, but I want to reiterate it. Like you, your character on the face of it is like a bad guy, but you did such a great job making him a good guy in the first film. Like, can you kind of talk, mm-hmm. talk on that? Because I know, it, like, it, with you, your acting was so superb that it made it like people loved Yondu. I know. I, I'm like smiling when I'm thinking about it. Even <laughs> you know, there was just so many little moments. When uh, uh, I I have a disability to do that, mm-hmm. and I don't know where it comes from, and it, it's just something that happens naturally, and uh, you know it happened in The Walking Dead. Oh, of course, yep. You know, it yep. happened in The Walking Dead. I could have I could have done I could have done or said anything on that show, mm-hmm. and fans would have hated me. And then all of a sudden go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they would, they would laugh or they, you know, I, I mean, they would just find the humor and find the, 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 the clarity in what, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it would come to fruition in their minds that, oh, I understand why he's doing that. Mm-hmm. And same thing, same thing with Yondu, I think. You know, um, the, the stuff that I do as Yondu, you know, uh, even though it's, there's, there's a core amount of this human quality called love intermingled with tough love. Mm-hmm you know, of iron-fisted love. Yet there's just this little da- little dash of humor and that mixes it all up together and, you know, it just comes out that way. <laughs> and it's so, and, and in my opinion, it can be so boring to do it the other way, you know? I mean, it's simple to do... I, I find it simple to do just bad guy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's simple to do just funny guy. It's simple to do all that, that, that kind of, those kinds of things. I like to really mix it up, make it complicated, make it as, still making it as real life as possible. That's awesome. You know? Which makes, I think, which makes people relate more to the character. Even when you're doing something despicable, (laughs) they can still kind of relate to it, you know? I think it's cool, too. I mean, going back to you being at conventions, I remember I saw you, there was a a young girl dressed up as Yondu, and you kind of got a kick (laughs) out of that. It was fun to see that. It's fun to see, like, kids dress up as Yondu, you know? I get a total kick out of the girls dressing as Yondu and the the little kids dressing as Yondu. And I remember trying to teach this one little kid how to, how to do the whistle, you know, (laughs) how to do the whistle as Yondu. It is just so much fun. 
these these cons are just a blast mm. and you know they have their darker side i think anyway uh you know but most 99 percent of these things are just just a blast they are grassroots PR, they can be a grassroots PR campaign for any performer. Whenever you're, whenever you, you're given the opportunity to meet your fans and say hi and take pictures and, you know, whether it be on the street, coming out of a Starbucks or, you know, at one of these uh, 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 kind of artificial Comic-Con meeting places, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, people really appreciate it. And, it, and, I, and I appreciate the fans when they come out and show the love, man. I, I'm, I'm all for it. So. Well, you can tell. I mean, seeing you with the fans, you can see how genuine it is, too. So, obviously, you're going to yeah. great with them. Um, uh, yeah, have a blast. I, I usually have a blast. It's exhausting, though, man. Um, it's really, uh, it really can t- pull. It can pull a lot out of you. You know, you're you. At at the end of the day, the main thing I want to do is just have a nightcap and go to sleep. <laughs> like that. That's, a, that's about it. That's about it, is it? Because I'm exhausted. Um, I got two quick questions for you uh, to end. First off, I gotta ask you about San Diego because I've been to a ton of them. I no don't usually geek out, but seeing you walk out of the Hall H panel dressed in the Yandu costume, my jaw hit the floor. What was your experience like doing that? <laughs> James Gunn, we kept that big, we kept that such a big secret. I, 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 I I'm so happy and surprised that. That remained a big secret. It, it's amazing how we do that, and um, and it was um, even you know people like you and people people are close to everything. Even they were surprised, you know. So uh, that is like a blast, and and to see that and to come out there and and hear the fans hoot and holler and scream and laugh is like so amazing it's like it's uh, uh, it's like the best thing in the world you know live theater of course is what we were doing mm-hmm. it's just that's it I mean it's so amazing it's so amazing and for me to to do it I, I realize how much it takes to do that I mean it takes two and a half hours first off to get into the makeup mm-hmm. to keep it secret you know and all that uh, it, it, I would never have had time to uh, uh, do any sort of interviews with the rest of the cast or anything if I hadn't done it as Yonder. You know, remember I did the whole press thing? Right, right. I did the whole press thing in, 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 in my makeup <laughs> and in character. Most of it was still in character. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it was something I had never, I had never thought of anything like that, 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 uh, but James Gunn wanted to do that. And it was sort of like what Loki did two years earlier. Oh, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Loki had done. They had asked Loki to do that. And so we, we followed suit with Yandu. And it turned out that not only Yandu, but the rest of you, rest of, uh, or some a portion of the Ravagers mm-hmm. got to see in the guys. Um, I had a, no, that was great, man. I'm, I'm glad. I could, you could feel the energy when I came out on stage. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the number one moment of the whole Hall H thing for me. So that, that was. Amazing. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank um, you. Last question. Uh, it's a yeah, yeah. old question. So tell us, like, what I, I know Henry's coming out with the kind of restoration. Anything more you want to speak on that? Plus, anything you want to tease about Guardians that you're allowed to without getting in trouble? And then finally, what I know you're one of the hardest working people in show business. Anything else you want to? that you have upcoming that you won't mm-hmm. 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 Um, uh, well the f- first first part was uh, again what was it uh, Henry's has a restaurant that's right my uh, yeah the, my first movie dude mm-hmm. it's it's it, it is uh, I've been doing press for it all weekend here or you know and uh, we we go we I see it for the first time again tonight at eight, eight, nine o'clock. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I, I haven't seen the restored um, film at all, so this is going to be like fresh, you know. Uh, and, and to see it on a big screen again is, uh, you know, damn man, it's <laughs> like a, what a treat come true. And and to get a whole nother release, it's getting a whole nother release. That's awesome, man. I mean, like the release that we got the first time around was, you know, the reason this movie is even here now is because of the fans, you know, and and the reason it even got seen in the past was because of the fans. And those fans have grown, like we talked about earlier, the, the multi-generational fans at this point. And to see it again, fresh and new, and on the big screen is gonna be such an absolute treat, <laughs> you know? So I'm, 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 I'm ready, I, I, it's gonna be a blast. And we're going to do a Q&A. Me and John's going to do the Q&A this, uh, tonight. Oh, that's cool. And it's just unfortunate. We've lost my uh, good friend, uh, Tommy Tolls, who played uh, Otis, you know, in the, in the piece, you know, about two years ago. So, you know, he's not here with us physically. But, um, yeah, he was such a, such a camaraderie in that little movie, you know. And I think audiences sense that and feel that and they see it. It's just like our Guardians of the Galaxy, the camaraderie. I mean, there's not everyone has to like each other, but damn it, when we're on camera, right. everybody is doing their So, <laughs> yeah. So, that's great. And, and that was also the third, the second part of that was what? Uh, anything you can talk about Guardians 2 without getting into Oh, trouble? yeah. Oh, my God. I can tell you whatever you want to know. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, I can. I don't I'm want blue. you to. I'm blue. All right. All right. I have a mohawk. <laughs> All right. And my weapon of choice is my arrow. 
along with my whistle. Because as you know, my whistle can hypnotize as well. We didn't really play, uh, we didn't play too much of that in the first one, but you can, you can, you know, when I hypnotize those lizard people mm -hmm. before before I spear, uh, skewer them, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, yeah, but so my whistle, my ability to sort of hypnotize is kind of cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I'm blue. <laughs> I got a mohawk, arrow of choice, and I love my whistling. Um, that's there, all I need to go. know about that, yep. Um, <laughs> there you go. So last part, anything else you want to tease? Besides those two? Oh, well, I just... Uh, there's a movie called uh, The Belco Experiment. It's a James Gunn uh, pr production that he produced it. And that came out pretty darn well. It's a horror film. And, uh, and uh, yeah, people will be on the lookout for that uh, in March, I do believe. And, and also, around the same time... Uh, I, if it's still going to be around that same time, I, I, be on the lookout for a movie called uh, King Bolden, which is the birthing of the, the birthing of jazz. It's about it's Buddy Bolden's story. It's the birthing of jazz. It's a period piece. Uh, I got to wear 1905 suits and hats. And my body was so well suited for that. I'm like, oh my God, look at <laughs> how these suits, they don't hardly even have to tailor them to fit me, <laughs> you know? And so we had suits made that were very authentic and the hat, the straw hats, you know, the bowler hats, and all kinds of really cool stuff. That's been a that, that, Yeah, that's the second time we did that movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that to me, like, years ago <laughs> yes that is the second time that movie has ever been um, produced and shown um, so pretty pretty amazing that's awesome yeah 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 well Michael thanks for taking the time seriously your success cannot happen to a better person so I really appreciate it and uh... oh thanks man thanks I, I'm I'm so excited to to get to be uh, seeing some of this stuff again, it's just, um, it blows my mind how, uh, um, how much fun it's going to be to, to get to see, visually uh, experience this stuff again. I, I, I'm amazed. And, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm, I'm so stoked. I'm absolutely, completely stoked. And... Uh, getting to work with Gunn and and Pratt and and all these crazy nitwits again was such a blast. Oh man, such a blast! I don't do movies. Oh, I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I've ever done a movie to in the two movies. You know, a sequel. Mm -hmm. I've and I and I've done two of them now. I, I've done Bolden. King Bolden and, and Guardians of the Galaxy is a, is a proper sequel. King Bolden was redone because of the the director, writer, producer guy just wanted to do it over again. Mm -hmm. And he had the money to do so. So, you know what? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> he did, and he did.
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Michael for taking his time. Uh, again, be sure to check out the 4K restoration of Henry Porter of a Serial Killer. Uh, check out Guardians 2 when that comes out. And follow Michael on Instagram at Michael underscore Rooker. And thanks again. This is Marvel, your universe.